couple whose relationship is turning to shit travel to the home of the woolly mammoth where there is the fabled midsummer festival. They thought they'd be going there to have a bit of a laugh and knock back some shrooms, but it turns out to be a right bloody nightmare. And let's be honest, after what happened, I don't think they'll be pissing on any trees again. Bloody wombats. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided to do it. I don't mind you going, I just wish you would have told me, that's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 38. Midsomar. Is that how you say it, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to put me right? That'll do. Yeah. 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 Most people say midsummer, I think. I don't think it is midsummer though, because it, it doesn't say summer, does it? It says somar. Yeah, midsummer. Yeah. Somar. It's probably the Swedish spelling. I don't know, because D from Twitter, you know, Dejera, he was saying don't pronounce the D. So it's mis somar. Ah. Something like that. And it wasn't filmed filmed in Sweden, but we'll talk about that in a bit. So anyway. What have you been up to this week? Let's introduce everyone first. Got off to a good start there. So we've got Steve with us. Hello. And Jess. Hello. Larry. Hello, hello. And Paul. Yo, word to your mother. (laughs) Yeah, every week I go, all this week I've been working and watching films. So that's all I've been doing. Anything interesting from you guys, Steve? No. No. no, no. Well, that's that no. section done. That is yeah. that <laughs> straight into the film. Brilliant. <laughs> Smash that Absol- section. Absolutely. So, Midsummer, or me, Somar, or Just whatever say it is. Midsummer. Midsummer. You think yeah, so? Yeah, we'll stick with that. Okay. So, directed and written by Ariasta of uh, Hereditary, which we all loved, didn't we? Mm. When we reviewed that one, <laughs> didn't see it. I've not seen it. You I didn't. It's all right. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I a lot like of wailing. Yeah, but there's a lot of wailing in this one as well. No, so not it, so much. Not so much. Oh, I don't know. It was just as annoying. So I had a budget of nine million. Box office of forty-seven million. The theatrical release was two hours twenty-five minutes, and the director's cut was two hours. 50 minutes had a rotten tomato score of what do you think guys larry what you reckon um i'm gonna say it's probably pretty low actually because i don't think i don't think many people actually took to it so i'm gonna say maybe like 60 maybe Six, okay steve mm, i'm thinking the same so i'll go 56. It's probably a bit clever for a lot of people, the ones who wouldn't like this film. Yeah. Uh, Jess? 
I was going to say like 90, but now I want to say okay. more like 60. <laughs> you go with what you think. Uh, go 70. Okay. Paul? Uh, I'm going all out. I think it'll be in the 80s, 86. Okay. 83. Ugh. Wow. Oh, that's okay. pretty good, really. Yeah. Decent review. So mm. it starred Florence Pugh as Danny. She's English. I don't know if you know that, guys. Jack Rayner, but yeah, all well, right. she is. Jack Rayner as Christian, and he's mm-hmm. Irish. Oh. You didn't know that either. No, I didn't. No. I think Will Poulter as Mark. Yeah, he was English. Yeah. Um, I knew him because I seen him in Maze Runner. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. Yeah. So. That's the introduction in, to the film. He's in a game mm. as well, isn't he? He's in a horror game that's recently come out called Little Hope. Well, I haven't it's, seen that. Yeah, it's part of like the Dark and Anthology. Man, okay. Man of Medan was the other one as well. Is that a PC game? Do you say it's a game? Yeah, so it's um, it, you can. I think it's on all platforms actually. Um, it's I think Until Dawn was the first one that came out, and then they've done kind of an anthology series now, like a horror games. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Well, I might have to get them then because I've got. Well, I haven't heard of that one, and I've got a few, and I'll talk about one later. Oh. Um, so, so we move on to the movie. General Falls. Um, mm. So we just kick it off with the whole. It's about relationship, isn't it? I think Paul put me right on that yesterday about the breakdown of a relationship, but also. Kind of the main character, Danny. She loses her parents and her sister, and pretty much she's losing her boyfriend. So that I think is what this film's about—about about her losing everything and coming out the other side. Would I be right? Pretty kind much, of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my thoughts on it, and there's a. A very long film in between. Um, so what I liked about it, from, from, from the very beginning, it was quite dark and the, the the scenes where her parents, had, you know, were was carbon monoxide poisoning. That's what I think yes. it was. Mm-hmm. So for that, when I watched it back, like the third time, when I watched it last night, um, you can actually, because I'm a headset on. You could hear the the the, the you know the exhaust sound, that kind of noise. You could you could hear that, and then I picked it up. So I kind of you hear that before you see any of the hoses running into the bedrooms and yeah and things. And it was quite horrifying why that her sister chose to do that, and her sister was also sending. Well, sending her messages saying like she needs help and all that lot. Um, I'm not sure why her sister felt the need to kill herself and her parents. I don't think that was ever she explained. Was yeah, but still killing your own parents. She like kind of felt um, like it, the way I perceive it is that she felt kind of like almost in a way of um, like that has that Florence Pugh's character Danny kind of like wasn't because she messages her and you see briefly the messages that have come before and all of them yep. like kind of like point to her very much 
almost blaming Danny. So I think it's yeah. very much a thing of resentment. Yeah, we don't know why. You know, well, I don't know. If you've got if you've got mental health issues, there often isn't logic. Yeah. So you don't do normal things. Mm. And has, they both had mental health issues, which is why Danny is on medication. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't understand enough about mental health. I'll steer clear of that one. I don't, <laughs> want, to, I don't want to upset anyone. You know what happens. So, uh, so what are your thoughts on beginning the like the, the setup of this film, guys? Like, because obviously we're. She's now. I think it was her boyfriend going to split up with her. Was that the kind of feeling? He was we definitely thinking about it. So yeah. and then about all, it for a long time, and then and all of us clearly been sharing it with his friends too. Yeah, and they were all yeah, for then, it. Out, you know. But all of a sudden, yeah, she's lost everything, isn't she? So he, he kind of feels that he needs to stay with her. He feels that he he should stay with her. Yeah. And do you think she was always destined to go to Sweden? I think so. Uh, yeah, well, since that... since she found out that it was a plan, yeah. There's a um, there's an actually quite interesting um, scene where the two parents are asleep, and next to them on the counter is a picture of Danny, and it has flowers that are positioned specifically behind it that makes it look like the flower crown. So it's very yeah. like almost foreshadowing of where she's where she's going to go. Damn, I had that wrote down. <laughs> did you did you pick up on that? Yeah, state, I know it a lot. <laughs> Same. Did you pick up on that, guys? I didn't spot the flowers. No. I think it's. The, but the then I, I didn't know where the thing. film was going at that point, so I might just thought, "Oh, that's a picture with some flowers behind it." Yeah, she mm. probably. It's the second watch, but that's why I, you know I watched it three times now. But it's definitely worth that second watch. Same as Hereditary. You need to redo that again. No, so. I don't. Mm. <laughs> Danny and um, Christian actually show up in Hereditary. Apparently, <coughs> there's um, there's actually a scene where um, the mother is coming out of one of the stores and it like looks in the middle of nowhere and um as she enters you see what looks like Danny and Christian entering after but apparently that was like I think people have drawn to that after the fact but I don't know whether or not it was put in there intentionally or not I do know they turned the films around quite quickly when hereditary came out they went straight into film in the next one I think pretty much yeah, I think there was a lot in it, like timing. So it may, it may have been, yeah. Might be a trilogy. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so obviously I enjoyed the crying. <laughs> yeah, it was quite well done. It was good. It well, was oh, it was quite well executed crying, but I find crying really, really depressing. I don't need to listen to it. So I was getting a bit peed off with it in the beginning, but there wasn't much of that. Yeah. Do you find Harry crying Astor's... depressing? Not really. Well, my kids well, are yeah. crying all the time. What if someone was crying tears of joy, though? Do you find that depressing? Oh, that's well? different. That's a different tone altogether. Could you do both tones for us now? So we can just, so the listeners, just for the listeners, <laughs> to give them, how, you know. How about no? <laughs> oh, come on, Stephen, explain to the listeners. Well, they can watch the film. I'm not crying. I don't feel like crying. I'm quite happy. <laughs> 
that's the thing. This, this stuff brings me down. But yeah, it wasn't too bad in that front. It was it was all right. They so talk about things that were like in the background. I noticed there was a scene um, where Danny comes to. Is it there? apartment or wherever it is and they're saying are you coming with us to sweden and in the background there's a picture of a scarecrow from the yes. wizard of oz did anyone yeah. see that yeah yeah and there's a scarecrow I realized, on a shelf as well isn't there yes and that is obviously at the end with the scarecrow scenes and you know so it's all kind of linked in and also with the wizard of oz bit all the flowers were yellow and the path was yellow like the yellow brick road and i kind of picked up on that Second time. Anyone else? Yeah. 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 I'm sure Stephen hasn't yet. I've no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, there's a scene where they go through, they come at, when when they meet, they go there and they take some mushrooms and things and lay on the floor. Yeah. And then the next, the next day or the ne- later on that day, they kind of go through some woods to the actual where the festival is, where all these people are living. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the kind of woods going through had yellows flowered, paths and they were jumping over the flowers and things not squashing them but it was a yellow right. path going through there like the yellow brick road aren't those yellow flowers st john's wort they are st john's warts so well, never well. grown them but a lovely flower i clearly wasn't anxiety. paying enough attention you can bark for anxiety can't you st john's wort is that what ah okay Herbal remedy. Herbal. It looks like a... So, it's a flower. Do you smoke it or eat it or what do you do with it? The Swedes probably do. They'll they'll smoke anything. Well, like they like they like their psychedelic drugs, don't they? I think it's just I, in liquid form. You can buy it in the chemist. I think you can buy it in the chemist in town. I might. I'll get well, the old St. John's Wart. You can get it in Holland and Barrett. Nice. Hopefully Holland and Barrett will give us some money for that name drop. <laughs> well, they are sponsoring this week's episode, actually. This week's sponsored by Harvard and Ballot. Barrett. Yeah. For all your St. John's Waltz needs. Mm. Anyway, um, that's the sponsors covered. You, Yeah. How far away are you from your mic? Are you like in a different room? No, I'm right in front of it. Okay. Hmm. So, <laughs> right. So let's talk about them. They get there. They take some mushrooms, Yeah. Yeah. For, for some reason, that's a normal thing to do. Arrive in Sweden, take some mushrooms, and start tripping out. And some weird stuff goes on there. Did you notice as they were driving into that area, like the meeting area, the camera pans over the top of the car and goes upside down? Yeah, And as they drive through the entrance, it kind of spins around, and it like it made me feel really motion sick. And uncomfortable. Yeah. I felt yeah. like that really kind of set the scene and the feel for the rest of the film. It was a very trippy film, mm. actually. I, I kind of got that vibe. It'd be a good film to watch off your tits, like totally stoned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Did It'd they do great. any smoking? Smoke it. They were just doing much. No, they were more they? into their trips, you know, the psychedelic yeah. stuff. But yeah. um, They were drinking stuff that was, I don't know if that was trips as well, but. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. It implies that, I think, at certain points. Now, so they go tripping. She freaks out a bit. Now, I don't know if this is in the director's cut or... I know it's in the director's cut. I don't know if it's in the theatrical. She goes to, like, a little 
barn thing goes off thinks people are laughing at her and things and goes into a kind of small i thought it was a toilet or something at first yeah i thought it was yeah mm. so my so she goes in there and sees her sister mm. in the mirror was that only in the director's cut or do you guys that's, that's in the original in yeah yeah and then she goes out the other side and wakes up is that right yeah, yeah her yeah. her sister um shows up many times in in the film um also alongside her parents as well yeah. um there's like a scene specifically at the end where she um is is crowned and she goes through the the crowd and as as each person comes up to her um two of them are her parents and then her sister is hidden in the background um she's also hidden in other shots uh, in the actual like kind of trees as well you can see an mm-hmm. image of her with the actual uh pipe that's coming from her face that she's put on herself with with the parents at the beginning um so she's like very secretively hidden i miss some of them i think mm-hmm. i think the ones yeah, in the, the tree the one where her face is in the tree um it's when you look at it back it's look really obvious i didn't notice it until i when I had a look at any details that I might have missed. Um, but yeah, that one I think is quite easy to miss at first because you're concentrating. So when they're walking, they've got the platform and after she's been crowned, she stood on it. Mm. So it's not something you really look at because it just looks like there's loads of trees and bushes in the background. But yeah, that's yeah quite it blends good. in. It blends in really well. Mm. So what I liked about this film up until this point, so we're in the, we're in the middle section. So in the director's cut... There's some bits you wouldn't have seen, guys. There's the part where there's a little boy, I think it's a boy, and basically they're going to throw him in a river. Oh. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Well, he has to kind of prove. um, So there's like, uh, this is after the mallet scene, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, so after that, there's another kind of ritual and they bring out this young lad and he, they got a massive rock and with a chain on it and they've got some leather straps and they put it around his ankles and then they kind of put the rock in his arms and two blokes swing him back and forth and are just about to throw him in the river when I think it was, uh, What's his name? Uh, Jack, is it? Which one? One of them stops him. Let me just look at my notes. I think it's, yeah, it's Danny yeah, that runs up, I think, it's, and tries to stop with the kid. But again, I'd, my copy didn't have, doesn't have subtitles for that bit. So, yeah, they're basically saying that it has, it has to happen. He's, he's put himself forward for it, and then they stop it, and uh, everyone's happy. I don't know if that was a show or whether that normally does happen. They say it's like a um, a ritual to fend off, um, um, like almost. It's like a, a an offering, and then she stops it, and they basically. Um, I, th- I think it's an offering, as if to say that it'll keep almost fend off the bad. But yeah. then she stops it, and I think then directly after she has like a um, an argument with Christian, which I don't know if that's in the original because they. 
it's a much longer argument in the director's yes. cut. I don't think they have the argument at all. I oh, think. yeah, that might be might be the case. So it's quite a long scene. There. It's probably five good five minutes. Um, well, the extra half hour we watched. So that was interesting. So shall we move on to? They have the big meal. Everyone sat around, and uh, they bring out an old, really old fella. I say really old, and an old lady. And the old lady isn't very happy. She don't look very happy to me. I think she knows she's going somewhere. Mm. So wow. they are. Uh, She's you, probably completely think... spaced on psychedelic drugs. Yeah, but she looks really sad. Like, I don't think she wanted to do what she was just wow. about to do. Mm-hmm. I think they were totally into it, personally. You think so? Yeah. So they, I felt they like go... the old man, he kind of seemed like, this is what we do. Like, this is what we do, and that, that's it, that he's got no issue with it. Whereas she seemed a bit... Yeah, I felt like she didn't really want to. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a good bit of acting with the eyes, you know. Mm. She looks upset upset about it. Anyway, they all they lead the way and go up to this is it a, like a cliff thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So they go to the top of there and at the bottom it's quite a way up. I, I would say it's a fair way. So there's kind of a ritual going on, and they jump off. Now, the lady, she she dead straight away, and it's quite horrific to, to see. Yeah, she palms her eyes her head into that yeah. rock proper. But he kind of, I think, bottled it a little bit. Yeah, he just minute. went straight down, legs first. And busted his leg, and uh, yeah. they finished him off with a big mallet. Yeah. And smashed his face right in, which was quite brutal, and... Uh, hmm. I don't know how realistic that looked. I suppose maybe if you had your face bashed in, it would look like that. But did, did you notice how before the woman jumped, she really focused on Danny? Yeah. And Danny was kind of like almost part of it. She was sort of possessed in a way. And she gave her a good long look before she jumped. Mm. Yeah, de- definitely. I think I think they had her sussed out. They knew they wanted to get her as in... Make her part of the family. It's my theory. Yeah, so- yeah, I think that's their goal, isn't it, really? Throughout is almost to bring mm. her in because it's that sense of abandonment that she has. Um, and it's almost like a new family. Um, yeah. And there's, there's, there's so much little things that they do throughout to almost swayed her opinion. Uh, mm. But at the same time, it's... It's almost like because her friends are not the the nicest of people, especially to her. Um, and no, no, no. yeah, they 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 almost kind of isolate her there. But it's it's quite funny because the, the the film takes that almost shift where it follows in her favor, and everyone else then obviously slowly meets their own demise in very different, <laughs> unique ways. Yeah, but they they did kind of ask for it, didn't they? Yeah, the deck. I think that um, I think that each of them are kind of committed a faux take, pas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like they they all have their own little like almost thing that then it's almost manipulated against them. Uh, so like Will Port Will Porter's is he's like kind of the the almost like a comic relief, but at the same time is very much outspoken and and 
yeah, he kind of gets taken off by one of the um, other members. And yeah. then his next scene again with with someone wearing his face. Yeah. Well, he pissed on their Which, tree, didn't he? Yeah, he did mm. piss on their tree. You know, that's, it's not the dumb <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite funny. <laughs> So, but we've got to say, I think so, I think I don't know whether it's to, to to sort of fuel the story, but each of the others did something that held them in bad repute. But yeah. I didn't really spot Christian do anything other than not really being in love with Danny. Well, at the beginning as well, Danny phones him and asks, um, you know, what should I do? Should I like? Should I take this seriously? And he he says on the phone to ignore it and just to you know it's your sister being uh, her usual self. And mm. in in doing so, it it relates then to what happens after with the the sister taking the her life and the parents' life. But also, it's the thing of um with like the crying, especially like there are multiple scenes where she's crying with Christian and Christian doesn't respond at all very much just kind of has that blank expression. And then at the end, yeah. it's quite interesting that when she finds out um, that obviously the, the kind of twist involving Christian and what he does, um, she ends up crying and all the villagers end up crying with her. So like sharing yeah. her pain. Synchronized crying, I know. It's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a Swedish thing. I think they do do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. What well, it was like in the, when they were burning, actually, just jumping forward a bit, they all sort of mm. writhed in pain as though they were pain. part of it. Mm. I mean, was with smiles the on their the... faces, oddly, but, you know, they were sort of putting themselves yeah. in that position almost, yeah. I Maybe love that's those a way of not thinking end. about it too much. Too much? Getting involved. All oh, right. Anyway, have we got to say about that ritual? The two old people that jumped off it, it was their time to kind of die, wasn't it? Because they yeah. were at the 72 mark. Yeah, so I think once you get seasons. to 72, yeah, once you get to 72, you're getting your head smashed in. Yeah. Well, Pele yeah. does gesture to it when she yeah. says what happens at 72, and he kind of does the like cutthroat gesture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, they do, they do die. And I think that yeah. was kind of a given. Hmm. So do you think his parents went the same way? No, because he was so. a child. Yeah, he says he says that um, he. It's it's quite interesting because he gives a little hint to that this has been done to him by the same people because he says that. Um, he was almost. He alludes to the fact how he had a family and that he was taken in by mm. this group. So it's 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 almost a kind of mirrored reflection that, which is why I think she is not only feels like kind of being able to talk to him more than others, but I also feel like it's a clever way for the almost the cult to do that. Mm. Like, I don't know if I'd even call them a cult, really. I mean, there is cult aspects, but. Hello? Who's that? Who's ringing? It's Who's getting get the phone? I can't get the phone. It's, it's, Hello? In, the other, it's in the other room. It'll Hello? shut up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's got one more ring. There you go, stopped. 
Oh, excellent. <laughs> Bastard phone. Who's bloody ringing me at this time of night on a Sunday, obviously? Get him on the podcast. That was me. That was me. Sorry. I was just calling you <laughs> to have a chat off air. <laughs> <laughs> so, move on do you to the other oh, Do you think his family maybe sacrificed themselves? Because he said they died in a fire. So, you think that's yeah. an option? Well, I think, yeah. yeah, you're probably right. But I thought it only happens every 90 years. Oh, I think it's... They have a practice run every 45. <laughs> they, they had a lot of photos of the, on the wall, though, of the... Is, do you think... I thought it was all linked together, the nine days or however many days it was, where the... Mm. Well, she, Summit Queen, she's called, isn't she? The May Queen. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the May Queen. But there was lots of pictures on the walls of May Queens. Um, yeah. So I was yeah. being... I was just presuming that this whole... Maybe it was once a year or... I don't know, or... There's a lot of photos on the wall, eh? Found it interesting. And where were all the other? Yeah. Because it like relates to Danny and her friends, because they're obviously in the season of mid, well, mid summer. Yeah. Um, Where is that? Where are the May Queens, do you think? Mm. Do we see any more May Queens there? No. Because there was a lot of photos. So if it was every 90 years, that. And there the old lady. Been that many photos. Would the old lady who jumped off? Would she? Could she have been the old May Queen? Yeah, but there were so many on that wall. Yeah, they showed there? a They're picture like... of the last May Queen, which there wouldn't have been a was iPhone right. photo of the May Queen if it was ninety years ago. <laughs> well, yeah. it's kind of the, that's what's interesting about the film, though, because it's that thing, isn't it, of how much of it is actual practice of what these people follow, and how much of it is constructed. Mm-hmm. And if if anything, like put together, because there's a lot of um, imagery with the bear and the queen, uh, which mm. is uh, I think a I think it's a famous painting, but it's on Danny's bed yeah. above. By Swedish follows, artist. Yeah, yeah, and it follows them. It follows them both through. So it's like it's almost interesting to think if it isn't just all put together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we can can I move on to favorite bit of mine and then you guys can let me know what you really like it up until this point so they're kind of ginger girl who wants um maya christian yeah maya and, yeah she's and got she a wants, name you fucking misogynistic <laughs> pig Bastard, <laughs> so she wants to uh breed with christian oh you make it sound so sexy so what's her way of doing it first she bakes me a pubic pie mm-hmm. and then a nice glass of period pop to go with it yeah. which i thought was all a bit strange but funnily enough was... that's what we actually call vagina in norfolk pubic pie <laughs> <laughs> so there's a this kind of her making him fall in love with her or whatever um there is kind of a a tapestry of this isn't there yeah and do you actually see her <laughs> the famous pubic pie tapestry do, 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 do you actually oh, see the national gallery on it's the meant version, to be a love potion kind of yeah. like a love spell yeah so on the version you watched did you see her cutting the uh no pubic hairs on the tapestry was that on no. there nope. now the version we oh, watched yeah I saw, Larry, you, you mean the dick um yeah. The imagery of it on the tapestry. Yes. Yes, I did see that. Oh, you saw the yeah the imagery. You didn't actually see her do it though. 
and they put some scissors under her pillow. Is that right? Did you see that? Uh, that was under the child's pillow. Yeah. Wasn't it? Well, why was yeah. it under a child's pillow? Yeah. It's a good question. Mm. I wondered that. So anyway, that's that's what I wanted to talk about. Now you guys can talk about what you've like up until mm. this point until we move on to Yogi Bear and things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I quite Barry, liked, you, you, yeah. yeah, I quite liked. Um, there's so Pele at one point, which is the one of the members of um, the festival, um, and he draws Danny on her birthday, and I found it quite interesting because he says he only draws the, the, like portraits on people's birthday, but when she's becomes May Queen, um, he draws her again. So it's almost like a subtle hint of rebirth um, yeah. into oh. that sort of family dynamic. And there's also like, um, I find it quite like interesting um, how throughout, throughout the film, um, there is this kind of odd, odd factor to this group. Because especially, and I probably will go into it, but with with how it draws to a close, it does leave that kind of question, which is, again, was it all put together for Danny? Or was it, is this, you know, a, a very ritualistic thing that goes on each, you know, year or so many years? Just very <laughs> kind of cool. To go One of, there's some imagery there of... I don't know if it's on a tapestry or a painting, but there's a picture of an old couple with tubes coming out of their noses upside down. Yeah. Okay. That's so the tapestry at the start of the film, isn't it? Which essentially more or less explains the film. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally the whole plot. So do you think that was that's nothing to do like it's not part of the movie, it's just there at the beginning. Well, explaining it is, everything well, that's, that's, that's a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like I think it's just a very unique way of almost putting it into a sort of different means of telling that story. Because again, that with the color as well in the film, like before she goes to the festival, it's all very dark at night, cold colors, and then as soon as she enters through the literal doorway, which is like a sun, the colors are just—it's all very vi- like bright, vibrant colors. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was quite interesting. Anything else, Larry? Um, yeah, I've got, I've got a few. I'm just trying to go over <laughs> <on> my notes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of like hidden imagery in the film. Uh, one of the things I really appreciated was Danny's blanket has the shining carpet. I literally um, was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at that in my notes. I was like, oh, I'll make sure to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I'll miss at the top one. of one of the other page. Um, it's obviously a different shade, I think. I think it's all just blue, but it's the same yeah. pattern. Um, and then, yeah, really, the only other thing that I've taken note that I thought was interesting was each death is symbolized by like the elements. So earth, wind, fire, and water. Um, the British girl that they we wheelbarrow out 
um, yep. into the the final house. Um, she's like covered in water, um, like soaking wet. Then you've got there's a leg that sticks out of the ground where, yep. um, where yeah, where the the tree was, the sacred tree. Then there's the again the the other British matey who was like conformed into basically a a living kind of he was alive organ- yeah organic yeah. like and that kind of references like the wind uh, in, in a weird way of like how it's um reci- i guess it's reciprocating light life through to the plant life because he has plants all growing out of him as well um yeah. and then yeah fire being how kind of the film draws to a close Mm. There's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, I have to say, Steve, what did you enjoy? Um, well, I found the whole thing strangely captivating. Actually, I remember at times thinking, "What, what the hell is going on here?" But I kept hanging on. I, 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 I was quite engaged in it. Um, but what's the name of the Swedish guy that brought them there? The, the the friend of theirs, Pele. Pele. Yeah, I mean, am I missing something? Wasn't the whole thing really about him wanting Danny for himself? At times, I mean, it seemed yeah. like that, didn't it? Yeah, it did look mm-hmm. a bit, you know, like he really got her, and she becomes May Queen and is welcomed into the family and all of this. I just kind of think he engineered the whole thing. Mm. Mm. Well, he says, it's doesn't he? He says it's his rite of passage because he gets, he does, he, he, again, I wouldn't, not word for word, but he quotes at one point saying that, like, because they're very, throughout the film, they're very much on him saying, I think there's a point where, um, the one of the, 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 the psych, the, the guy who's basically into his, um, studies and he tries to get to the book. Um, secretively yeah. and gets hit over the head. Yeah. After mm. that, where they say like, "Where has he gone?" They're very much um, focused on Pele. Like, you need to sort this out. So I kind of see it as it's almost his ritualistic thing of change as well. Of if he can pull this off, if he can bring these people to them, because he very mm. much does bring them to this festival, and yes. then obviously then it commences. So I think it's like a rite of passage. And he was particularly pleased that Danny was coming, was he not? Yeah, I think he did probably like Danny. I think that's kind of put forward as well. I think those two. I think it's made to to kind of say that these two get each other, and where yeah. Christian and Danny are very much because there's a there's a really awesome bit as well where he tries to light the candle, and it's like the flame to their relationship, <laughs> and it ju- it just mm-hmm. won't light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, um, yeah. Can I just ask a quick one? Um. When they turn up there, there's lots of other visitors in normal people clothes. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they were part of it anyway, or do you think they really were just visiting? Because I don't think any of those people died, did they? I didn't see any, but I think they were visitors. Just but went away before. Yeah, but went away before it all kicked off. Well, maybe, yeah. I can't imagine them wanting to witness the old uh, the suicide off the cliff, but... Um, no, because they wouldn't be allowed to go away and tell people. I think that was the whole thing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, there was clearly an exception made for this group, I think, that they were allowed to see it because they were friends with, um, well, Pally, I guess. Okay. How are you, Jess? Um, I think a lot of the points I have written down have been mentioned, but there was... Yes, this is your one... first watch, wasn't it? Yeah, was it I've watched it yeah. once. Okay. Um, one of the things was Danny's clothing. Um, everything that she wears up until she gets the white dress um, is really baggy. Like all yep. of her own clothes don't really fit properly, um, which I can guess can go along with the fact that obviously her problems with mental health and her losing her family and stuff. Obviously, she's dressing comfortably and not, you know, Do you not think up. she was bigger before? Um, Maybe she'd lost some weight because of the mental health? or I don't know. Maybe, but um, she, up until that point, once she gets to a white dress, it's obviously been made for her and it fits perfectly. It's, like, well-fitted. Um, and I think that kind of shows that, obviously, she's now fitting in with the family that's where she belongs mm. um mm-hmm. and yeah everything else has been mentioned but i've got noted down so but you did enjoy it up until yeah, this point I yeah did, yeah yeah how about you paul i mean i really like this film but i got nothing to add um to, to what's been said i think they've covered most things did you watch uh, it yeah i did watch it i watched it earlier I think it's really okay. good, but it's my type of film because it takes more than one watch to get it. I mean, I've only seen it once, but there's a lot to unpack. It's definitely... I, I really enjoyed the second watch. The third watch was just the extra bits watching that, but I think you certainly get a lot from watching it again. Um, when you said so there were other people in regular clothes, was that when they pulled up in that field to start off yeah, with? Yeah, even, even... My when, interpretation is they are other people that are part of the cult, if you want to call it uh, a cult. And they've so just they arrived really, there and they yeah. get there and then get changed into their white garb when they get there. And then so it was, only those, that, yeah. it was only that group that were invited. Yeah, because they only need so many outsiders to sacrifice, don't they? Something like four yeah. or something like that? Yeah, but they, like four they, and a main like person to go in the middle. But they need fresh them. blood, don't they, as well? Because they don't want any... Uh, any more people like the guy who writes the uh, book or whatever, the history. Yeah. Well, they do want people like that, apparently, because their minds are uncluttered. They want them but to they only want scripture, one. don't they? They only want one. You can only have one retard in every town or village. <clears throat> but that was ancestral kind of, an ancestral child. Yeah. The result of inbreeding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Explains a lot. Right, so let's move on. Are you saying I'm inbred? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're the one that barely understands what's going on in every film every week. Yeah, I don't live in Norfolk, though, mate. So let's move on to what we didn't like before we get to the end and explain this ending. Uh, I don't think I disliked anything about it really um again i got i was very confused after the first watch but i think most people are i think there's, there's so much going on so much to link together and uh the second watch done it for me this time and watched it three times i'll probably watch it again once a year 
Um, so I can't really be negative at all, other than the crying. You know, I don't like it. The wailing. Um, I didn't I like it me in Hereditary. Didn't like it. I, I didn't like it in Hereditary at all, when that boy was crying all the time. Hmm. Um, and then I didn't like it in this either. I didn't. It just makes me feel uncomfortable and don't like it. Um, especially when there was like 20 women all crying at once. That, that yeah, well, I, I can tolerate that because that was in sympathy. It was that pained crying of... Uh, anyway, yeah, it, it, it was it, only, only the only bit of wailing I found offensive or, you know, I felt was bringing me down was the bit right at the beginning when she lost her family. And I think under the circumstances, that's completely acceptable. But... I just feared it was going to be one of those films. <laughs> I have to admit, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be full of wailing. And um, happily, there it wasn't, wasn't. There wasn't too much wailing. No, there wasn't. Not for me. So anything you didn't like, Larry? Um, in the actual film, no. Um, it's a, a weird note to put, but what I didn't actually like was the marketing for the film. Okay. Because it, after Hereditary, uh, they had released this, like, trailer for this and it it put it in it made it out to be a kind of wicker man-esque horror um you know like oh what's the you know especially if you go back and watch the trailer it's edited very cleverly to make it seem that all of the people know like you know they know something's up um and i was really pleasantly surprised watching the film of the film that we got so I just say, like, I, I'm hoping that in future, because I have a feeling Ari Aster, the director, is gonna, going to make a lot more. I mean, he's a very, very talented director in some of the shots he uses as well. Like the shot where it goes from the, her, like, I think it's her apartment, and then the camera swishes around as she's on the plane. Yeah. Um, I, I think he Wailing knows on the plane. how, yeah, like he knows how to use a camera. Uh, really well like and how to direct a scene i'm just hoping that in future they can kind of showcase a bit more of what people will get into because i know a lot of people went into this thinking it will be a normal kind of that sort of horror of just you know secretive something's going on or people have got to find out and i i think a lot of people did kind of feel a bit taken back so that that'd be my only thing i think the film is a really decent film. It's got good pacing, good acting, and like I think, obviously, when we go into the end, I think its payoff at the end is is kind of worthwhile. I think it could have suffered from that. Oh, who knows, sort of thing. But I think it, yeah, not really that many complaints from me. No, Steve. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, really. I I remember watching it and thinking I really should be bored with this at times because it. But I think the the thing that captured my interest is just where exactly is this going at times? Because I just couldn't imagine how it was going to pan out. And it's a, it must be quite a skill, really, to sort of portray these stories in a way that keeps you engaged, even when you don't know what's going on and you subconsciously are drawn into it. And I, I did feel that. I couldn't actually let it go. I had to pause it when I went for a wee, you know? It wasn't there. <laughs> I, I think it wasn't just let it play on and assume I, I didn't miss anything. No, I had to pause it and come back. I think you'd enjoy the director's cut, Steve. Yeah, but it's an extra half an hour, man. I know, but there, there's a fair bit 
it gets explained. Hmm. Does um, it explain why they tried to feed her a raw herring? That's a Swedish thing, isn't it, where you've got to swallow it whole. That's a normal thing. Yeah, well, I that's have a... actually done that, actually, but uh, there was a Swedish guy who came over to the UK well, 10 years ago, probably now, and he insisted on holding a sort of mini, mini midsummer festival of sorts, and it involved yeah. me among other people, eating a whole red herring raw. But it was How nothing was it? like that size, I've got to How say. Were you deep throating a herring? Well, you know, you just eat it. What, do you, yeah. what, you swallow it? Yeah. But hers was massive. The- yeah, I know, exactly. It wasn't like that. It wasn't that size. But well, I have eaten ban- a raw herring whole. That looked like banter to me with her. Well, it was with her. But yeah. I did think, well, they do love their herrings, the Swedes. They, so. they do, the, the Swedes. I can't believe I've never done that. And you, Did it give you tummy ache or anything, or were you all right? No, that's absolutely fine. Fucking shit himself, shit yeah, his pants. Did. I yeah, didn't even just... get a trip out of it. There was no psychedelics they... or nothing. Yeah. Shit his pants, and then they set nine people on fire. Although <laughs> there was quite a lot of great party. involved. Great party. <laughs> I think the thing was, it was... He, Bo was the guy's name. He insisted it was to do with... What was his surname? Nordland. Please say that was Selector. Nordland. Diddley. Bo oh, Diddley. <laughs> yeah, well, I can be Bo Diddley if you like. He he was a Swede. <laughs> but he, he presented it as being about the celebration of the end of Prohibition, actually. Because the Swedes have only <laughs> relatively recently been allowed to I've drink alcohol. Him. And so they really celebrate it. They, like, really go for it and eat raw herrings. They've only just been allowed to drink alcohol. Well, I'm saying just. I mean, relatively recently. But really? But, like, maybe the last 30 years or something. Oh, okay. But they really think alcohol is kind of a luxury, you know? That's why they went into it. And, you know, everybody in this film was constantly down in shots and wine and beer and everything else. They were yeah, a right they, party, they, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. they love it. Okay, well, I'm going to have to try this herring thing. I wouldn't bother, to be honest. <laughs> but, it yeah, wasn't very yeah. nice. No, it, it it wasn't really very nice, but it wasn't horrible either. There must be something in it if they do it. Well, yeah. You must enjoy it. So. I guess so. It must contrast <laughs> with something else you're supposed to be. I can't remember what else was there, but I do remember eating a whole war of herring. Nice. The Swedes. So, yeah. Jess... Yes. What do you um, like? I think uh, it's not really a dislike as such. It's just I wish I'd seen more. Basically, the the British couple seemed like the only normal people in this. Like their reactions to things were kind of yeah. more what you would yeah. expect. Um, oh, very very English. Yeah, and I felt like no one questioned their kind of disappearance enough, or them leaving. Um, people did say like, oh, you know, that's weird that he left without her and that kind of thing. Uh, and then she, the girl just walked off. And then that was did, the last we kind of heard about them. Did the lads disappear in a car? Was that to take him somewhere? Or Yeah, they said that they took um, is it Simon. They said they, they took the him car, to the station they? and then were going to yeah. come back for Connie. Um, but it was just weird to say that they couldn't fit two people in the truck 
Yeah. I, th- I think the lads going off in the car was part of a dream, wasn't it? Was it? That was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, not. Oh, you're on about that bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, that was her dream <clears> or <throat> nightmare. Yeah. Um, and then before they go onto the plane, that scene beforehand um, where they're discussing, we'll see what they're going to do when they go to Sweden and that. Christian says that he's asked Danny to come and she said yes. And then repeatedly says that she won't actually be coming. Yeah, I didn't get And then that. obviously she goes, but it's, it's never discussed like what was going on there. Um, no, didn't really delve into I, that. Yeah, I think, I think was that like saying, was that, was that when Christian was saying to the friends before they hmm. actually left, he was like, oh, she's said yes, but she's not actually coming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, I, it doesn't really get explained a lot. I always take it as like he is trying to play both ends of the coin of like yeah. to Danny being like, oh, you're coming. And then to his friends, like, don't worry, she's not actually coming. And then it just yeah. ends, <laughs> kind of just ends in a sore boat. But yeah, there's, there's, there is a few scenes like that where it, it would benefit from a little bit more to just kind of go into detail with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. it really. Yeah. Paul? Oh, I really like this film. I think it's great. I mean, no, yeah, no dislikes. Nothing, no, nothing I mean, I suppose I was going to be really picky. The only dislike would be, like Jess said, that some of the people. I mean, in whole, all, all horror movies, the, the people tend to be fucking morons, don't they? They just see people flinging themselves off a cliff onto their own fucking face and cutting things up, and they go, Should we go? No, let's hang about. See what happened. Oh, fuck, yeah. we're dead. But that's kind of all horror movies, isn't it? They kind of, if they left, it would be very boring. If they were like normal people and went, this is fucking batshit crazy, I'm going. It'd be a very short movie. It wouldn't be two and a half hours. But um, that's a really minor criticism. But I love this film because I think there's so much to see in it that you you don't get on a first watch. I'll probably watch it again. Yeah, I thought you guys might have found it hard work a little bit. No, I love it. this. I think it's one of the best films we've done. Brilliant. So we're at about 45 marks. We're going to have to push on now to the end of this film. Okay, so everyone... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> yeah, everyone gets killed off, basically. Um, there's the dance. Let's go with the dance, okay? So there's a dance-off. A bit like Footloose. Or, uh, is that right? Or, or the, the dance-off in Greece kind of thing. Um, so there's a there's a dance, and they've got a dance around the maypole, and they're all taking a drink, and they're all on drugs, or whatever it is, whatever is in it. <laughs> and uh, it's the last one standing, really, is the May Queen, which is Danny. Yeah. Basically. So some of that, I, I, I do like the whole scene there, the, the camera work there must have been amazing. I don't know how they, they filmed that, but. Uh, it's pretty mad the way it goes round and round and anyway, I enjoyed that so they get to the matey goes off to do the mating yeah mm. Mm. So what did you make of the whole mating scene where oh, he, he goes watch that? that watch that seven or eight times yeah, I bet <laughs> great um, scene <laughs> great scene so there's a load of naked ladies and the ginger girl's laying there and he has to go and, you know, do his bit. <laughs> so, yes. With the encouragement of that little crowd of ladies. 
Yeah. His yeah. facial expressions at times, especially when one of the girls, I don't think it's her mum, a lady, like, comes close to his face and starts singing. And his face is just amazing. And it's he's like been that, drugged what? at that point as well, yeah. hasn't he? But he's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, it's amazing, that scene. Mm. And then they're uh, all I can think of, of worse trips to be on. <laughs> but it's just so, it's funny. It's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's very strange. Anyway, he does the deed, doesn't he? Yeah, I quite and, like uh, the bit as well where this another woman comes up and starts pushing his ass into her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, finish. Yeah. Finish off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it's very undignified. <laughs> but then Danny actually has a look through the uh, giant keyhole, and uh, worst episode of through the keyhole ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> and sees what's going on, and she's quite ill because yeah. of it. She's repulsed. Probably that. Fish didn't help. So no, she only really licked it though. Yeah. So from there, they do the deed. They get hold of him. But how do they put him in that? Oh, she has to make a choice, doesn't she? So you know, there's a few people from the actual sect or whatever you want to call them. Um, I think is it at least two of them put themselves forward for this. Last ritual, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Christian, um, go fight Christian, like tries to run away, doesn't he? And he, he finds the guy, the one of the British made hanging from the ceiling, yeah, and they so, basically paralyze him, yeah, with some so he can't, he, yeah, and he basically cannot, he can't move, um, so he can only just watch and 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 he gets like wheeled to the front where then he's like part of that group where she has to choose from, hmm. And she chooses him. Yeah. Yeah. So go to, does she know at this point what's going to happen to him? I think she could guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think she knows that it's going to end up in some sort of way. And I think like her expression on her face kind of says that all of just like, yeah, yeah she, taking you. She knows she's she not knows, doing him any favours. She don't know all the finer details either. No. They well, said she it doesn't... was a sacrifice. So... Yeah, exactly. I think she gets the idea. She didn't necessarily know he's going to be locked in a burning barn, but no, she gets the idea. Yeah, so... Oh, and it'd be inserted into a bear. That's an unusual idea. She probably didn't see that coming. So they have a bear on site in a cage, and he gets killed and uh, gutted. And they put they put him in there. Old Christian goes inside the bear. He does. Gets put in a big kind of it's a triangular pyramid. Is it a pyramid? I don't know what it is. Triangular yeah, sorts, bar. Yeah. And uh, everyone who's all of their friends, basically, they're all dead now and they all get put in there, stuffed <laughs> scarecrows on the, their, bo- their whole bodies, but just their face has been skinned. Like, uh, I think their that- whole bodies are meant to be stuffed. Yeah. I think they're. I think I know that Will Porter's definitely. I think that basically, yeah, they they they're killed and then they're almost hollowed out, essentially like yeah. stuffing and then will like wheeled in. And there's like two guys who are actually participants in there who are like fully alive. Yes, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and obviously, mate, you're still alive but paralysed. 
in the bear, and then they get set on fire. Yeah. And the place burns down, everyone's dead. I know, I thought it was quite good when the, um, one of the, um, I don't know, the, the cult people comes in and, I don't know what it was, does he say take a, it's, it's something yeah. about a yew tree, he says take this and, and you won't feel any pain. Yeah. yeah, and then I think he fa- when the fire reaches him, that didn't appear to work. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think thought the other guy was going to like run away because he looked really scared. I thought he was going to leave as soon as the other guy started screaming. Yeah, why? Well, he stayed. Like, kind of realized at that yeah. moment, just like, uh oh. Yeah. Nope. Mm. There's no way out now. This this painkiller <laughs> just does not fucking work. <laughs> so, do you think that was the very end? Of the nine days, or do you think there was a few more days of celebrations to go on? I'd say it was the end, personally. Because yeah. mm. well, I can carry on, kill her in the end. I think so. Would explain See, why. I, I, it reminded me a little bit of Hereditary, though, in a similar way of how they both end those, those mm-hmm. films and how they come about. Because, yeah, they with like their expressions at the end, she's clearly in that family now whether or not yeah. like despite whether or not they 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 kill her or not like she's but it's, it is interesting that both films whether or not they're meant to be watched together but both films have this kind of group that follow uh an old deity or a god um and it was quite interesting in this film that that is put through with that kid who is just painting on every single page almost just with no context and they follow that almost as if Mm. that they truly believe that that's their deity or their God telling Mm. them what they should do. So it is, it's kind of interesting to think is, are they following a certain pattern or is it all just kind of go with the flow sort of thing? There's nothing supernatural in this, is there? Mm. Um, Do you think? I think so. No, not really. I think, I think everything to... she saw was in her mind, I presume, or mm. drug related. Yeah, because it's like they follow mm. the. Um... Yeah, it's to do with the. It's all. It, there's actually some in, the interesting drawings around where they're sleeping um, on the walls. Yeah. Um, essentially, very similar imagery of like um, a deity almost going through the seasons of certain ages of you know when you're young and then go through to then kind of teenager, young adult to then middle age to then, you know, very old where essentially they carry through to their ritualistic aspects of jumping off and, and giving their lives up. But mm. it's like you said, it's interesting because the, the lady especially doesn't look like she really wants to. Yeah. So it's that thing of, is it, is this by complete choice or is this just something that they're following and especially with the guy who is into his academics, when he tries to take the photos and just uncovers that some pages are just completely covered with paint, it kind of then begs the question of what is it they're following? Because yeah. they, they fully do not want anyone to see that book or let it get to the outside world in that sense. So it's, it is just brings up a lot of questions of where does it almost end? Mm. I think they just liked the colour green. <laughs> green. <laughs> I wish we'd paint seen... everything in green. Wasn't yeah. there some brown in there as well? There might have been some yeah. brown in there as well. Oh, a bit of brown. I think the child wasn't in it as much as you would have thought. 
Yeah. As well. Like, seeing as he's meant to be such a big part of what they're doing, um, we barely ever see his face. Maybe, like, was he, like, three, four times he's in it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I don't think you'd really want to see him, would you? Mm. He's not pretty. No, he's... <laughs> no. Not the best looking. So, shall we move on <laughs> to boners? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I am going to give it eight. What do you think, Larry? I'd say I'd give it an eight as well. Solid eight. Steve? Seven. <laughs> Jess? An eight. Paul? Nine. So that's an eight then, pretty much. Nice. Has to be. So we enjoyed by everyone. Wow. Yeah. Is that a record breaker? I don't think so, but have it's a, unusual. Have we ever had a nine? I don't think we have, have we? No. I don't think, think so. so. Wow. Just a quick one. I'm not sure whose pick it is next week. So it's out of Larry and Jess, I think. So one of you needs to have a think about this. Because oh. we're just about to move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? So, for me, I watched the how final... Been, how much have you watched this week? Uh, not much. Oh, well, no, I didn't know whether you should s- go last, I was thinking. No, I, I, no, I, I, go, I go first, because like, we're, we're over an hour. Um, been really busy last week, so it was kind of crazy, but I watched... The Final Destination, which is like part four of the series. And I got this cheap on Blu-ray, and I thought, I'm going to watch it. But I watched the 3D version where you get the uh, paper glasses, one red, one blue, or whatever it is. What? Remember them? You remember those? What year is this? No, no, the the film's reasonably new, but as part of it, they put the old, I can't remember what they're called, but the old 3D glasses. You remember the one one red, one blue? Yeah, and I watched it with it was alright actually. It wasn't too bad at all. What the whole film is like that. Yeah, they're, 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 obviously there's a 3D version and there's the normal version, but they, they supplied a couple of uh, sets of paper glasses <laughs> in the oh. Blu-ray. And, I, and I've got another movie like that, I've got called Found Footage 3D, and I got and that's the same. I've got glasses with that as well. And it was alright, to be honest. Quite I haven't worked. seen anything like that since the nineties. Exactly. That's how 3D, like the old Jaws 3D or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so I sat there and watched that, and it was it was all right. The film's kind of the worst one in the series. It's the one where um, they're like a racetrack meet. Um, what they call the race in America, where they just go round and round and round, don't they? NASCAR. Speed, uh, speedway, yeah, NASCAR. do you mean? Yeah, yeah, NASCAR, like, um, the, like the McQueen kind of cars, you know? Yeah, you know, I know. About. And it was all right. So it's the usual, really. They, you know, there was going to be a mad accident, and one of them gets a bit of a dream about it and decides to leave the venue with his friends. And then, obviously, they've avoided death, and then death comes for them. They all die. That was that one. So I enjoyed that. He had paper 3D glasses. The next one I watched, now, the final guys put me on to the 
bad Ben a while ago, and these are on Prime. Sometimes they're on Prime, sometimes they're not. There's eight films in this series. It's kind of a found footage film. And the newest one is called Bad Ben Pandemic, which is film number eight, I think, in the series. It could be seven, but I think it's eight. And he has a lot of people kind of calling him with videos of kind of spooky stuff that's been going on at their houses. Um, most of it's bollocks, but some of it quite scary. And it's with the main character and Bad Ben. He's just hilarious. He writes all the movies, I think. He directs them. He produces. He does everything. And uh, I found it very, very funny. And I watched it with my 12-year-old, and he now wants to watch the first Bad Ben. So we're going to go through all of them now. And I'll tell you about them every week. But this one was all right. It was all right. Not the best, but it was a bit of fun in this, uh, based on the old pandemic that's going on at the moment. Uh, the last thing I've been doing, I decided to start playing Dead by Daylight. Um, so I've been playing out a week, getting killed by Jason. No, not Jason, but by Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. And it's all online, so sometimes it's a little bit dead. So you've got to wait a while to get connected. But basically, you wander around the map trying to avoid being killed, really. I don't know if any of you have ever played that. No. Dead yeah. by daylight. But it's fun. I was playing it just before I come on here, actually. And that's what I did last week. How about you, Steve? I didn't watch anything. Apart from this. Okay. Short answer. Larry? Yep. Um... I watched a few things. Um, so I watched Suspiria, uh, the old, the, 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 the old original version. and the remake. The old yeah, version. I watched, yeah, I watched both of them. Uh, I've, see, I've seen both of them before, but I thought I'd give them a bit of a rewatch. And uh, that was quite interesting. I, it's very kind of interesting to see the parallels, but also the complete differences on how that film's tackled. Um, I kind of lean more towards the remake, but I love the original. Um, Dario Argento, yeah, yeah, the the original and the remake is by. We'll just double check this. It's very odd that all those Argento movies are quite. They're good though. Oh, I cannot pronounce his name. <laughs> I'm going to butcher that. Uh, but yeah, um, I also watched um, The House That Jack Built by Lars von Trier. Oh, I need um, to watch that. It's. I would highly recommend that you watch the uncut version, the or as it's called, like, the uncensored version. Um, I believe okay. it was that was the version that was showcased at Sundance, uh, which had polarizing views because of its imagery i can see what they're getting at um but i've seen it, half of it i think yeah, yeah it's, it's half of it. so it is honestly it is it is it's a very interesting film uh lars von trier is really hit or miss for me i think some of his films are uh really well done whereas i feel that some of them do take this kind of standpoint where it's it almost feels like a lot in one film uh He's very expressionistic with like his kind of imagery with paintings, and then yeah. uh, the the last one I watched is I finally got round to watching uh, Wonder Woman in 1984, and I just I I did not like it. Um, 
<laughs> I was spoil, really, I was I was very not again not the fact of the the kind of what it's trying to go for I think that it does that well and I think that how they're evolving the character in certain ways is good but I just I think that the film suffers from this kind of horrible thing where it's oh wonder woman needs to do this well we'll just give her a power now that's never been brought up here do it and then (laughs) it happens to save the day and then you know another power that just happens to be very relevant in the situation i'll just pop that one out there as well it was it was it was a shame but yeah that's they're they're the main ones i've watched sounds good to me how about you jess um, I've watched a few things this week, but I've kind of gone and done that thing where I can't watch one episode or something. I have to go and watch like the whole series, yeah. um, which isn't always the best thing because I, I started watching Orphan Black because I'd been meaning to watch it for a long time and it kept popping up on my Netflix. I was like, I'll just give it a go. I didn't really know much of what it was about, but I've heard so many people like recommend it. Um, and I sat and watched the whole first season in wow. for about two days. Uh, and then I started the second season and got bored within the first couple episodes. So I think I've kind of ruined it for myself by watching so much in one go. So I'm going to have to pick it up again at some point. But first season was really good. Really enjoyed it. I don't know if anyone here knows what it's about, but um, it follows a woman who's at a train station and she sees someone who looks exactly like her um, jump off the train tracks in front of a train she ends up stealing her um, identity um, and it turns out that she's a police officer. So basically she kind of pretends to be a police officer and there's all this other crazy stuff surrounding the fact that they look identical. Um, and yeah, I, I really loved the first season, but again, I'll have to just probably pick up the second season at some point. And then um, yeah. I also watched um, the new season of Fear the Walking Dead which is on a break now so it's going to be a while till the next part um because obviously the walking dead always do things in like season 9a season 9b and that kind of thing so hmm. but i really enjoyed that as well that was really good never seen that I series just, yeah it's really i really enjoy it a lot of people don't like it but i think the first couple seasons are good and it kind of goes downhill a little bit and then it picks back up again so it is worth getting through um and obviously it's got Morgan in it from the main series. So, um, And then I got a free trial of Now TV last night just so I could start watching season 10 of The Walking Dead. So, Nice. I just can't How seem to How long did you get watch. that for? Huh? How long did you get that for? It's only seven days, but uh, knowing me, I'll probably catch up with the whole season within the next couple of days. So, <laughs> yeah, they're on a break now, which is really annoying. But, um, yeah, so hopefully I'll catch up. Nice. Paul? Uh, no, I haven't watched anything else this week. What do you do every night? Did you watch EastEnders and that? And <laughs> no, I Coronation, don't have the telly Coronation on. Coronation Street. You don't have telly no. on? No, you didn't bother with so that. What are you doing then? Just like rocking in the corner? Music, put the music <laughs> on instead. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's something I don't do anymore, just, just listening to music. Unless I've got, unless I'm working, I put my head headphones on but i don't yeah it's weird i don't tend to do that but then i've got kids and family so it kind of wouldn't work you know mm-hmm. so i've just they're in and out and 
you know, you obviously with music you want it reasonably loud, don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah, so like I wouldn't be able to do that. Should do it more though. So anyway, next week's pick. Who keeps texting all that? Someone is. <laughs> hey. Ooh, busted. <laughs> I wrote it about three times. Three times. Yeah, at least. Nah. Is that you? Well, it was just now, but you you imagined the other two. <laughs> Might have been Paul. Well, yeah, I mean, there's four of us. How many is there? Yeah, Five of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so, it wasn't me. I'm in a really the middle of a good episode of EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it was up to uh, Larry and Jess. What do you need to pick for next week? Uh, I don't mind Larry picking, because I picked last Christmas. Yeah. So. So, what are we going to watch next week then, Larry? Uh, I'm going to pick Dead Set, which is a series done by Charlie Brooker, who did uh, such works like Black Mirror. Um, And it's his take on a a zombie sort of genre um, where it's set in the Big Brother house. Um, It's a a really, really good interpretation of a kind of uh, zombie horror film but done in such a way where i think you can get a lot more out of it because of how it's portrayed and it's kind of episodic nature but also at the same time it's yeah it's one i think that everyone would enjoy wow i look forward to that one and that is on netflix or is that yeah on netflix netflix on netflix i believe you can get it on e4 as well but um yeah it's it's on netflix all episodes um on demand Okay, so we'll be back next week with Dead Set. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. Facebook, Bones Horror Podcast. If you want to email us, it's the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com. So, thank you very much, everyone. And we will be back next week with episode 39, Dead Set. See you later. Bye. Later. Bye.